Matthew, how does your microphone sound? I hope it sounds well. You're also pissed because I did, in fact, not hit your dad's car. <laughs> Why would I be not upset about that? Because I hit your car. Jamie? The Jeep? Just the Maybe tire, the at least? It's not a car. Either. Oh, so you totaled my car. If you use that type of diction, yes. What 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 type of diction would you use? It's on fire. Right now? Perhaps. Fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresta, and this is actually the final episode of season one of the Popcorn Podcast. Today we are just gonna be going through the news for this week and we're gonna answer a couple fan questions and giving our weekly recommendations. You can listen to the show on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. For some reason, not Pandora, because they have still not yet left me on their channel. They did you dirty. That? They did you dirty. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to introduce. Matt is on the show with us, and he has not been on since the No Time to Die review, which is actually one of my favorite episodes I listened to today. Been about two months. Yeah. We're on to wait it. So final been, episode, episode 20. Yeah, you get to be on the final episode of the season. Yeah. And I think we're going to hop right in to the topics, because me and Matt have been trying to record this opening for 35 minutes, and... We've not made it past the first time. It's gone on for a long, long time. Yeah. So hopping right into the topics, though, A Christmas Story is getting a sequel with its original star, Peter Billingsley. I don't want this to happen. <laughs> like, why? I'm mixed about it. I'm not a big fan of it because, <laughs> as you see with Home Alone, they just keep flushing it out and out it and out. It was terrible. The new one? I didn't see the new one. I had <laughs> no desire to see the new one. I saw the first two. I gave the, the new character not new anymore. That kid was annoying as hell. I give it a new try. I didn't even finish the episode, like the movie. I didn't like it. So I'm not a big fan of reboots when it comes to old classics. Like even like Charlie Brown, I don't like the new voice on the Charlie Brown character. Yeah, the new Charlie Brown. Like when you have like your classic, you stick with your classic. I feel like it's hard to redo it. Yeah. And like I get you're bringing back the original kid, the kid who said he was going to shoot his eye out, Peter Billingsley. But this is just a movie that doesn't need a sequel. It already got a sequel five years after, and it's terrible. And it's just good for what it is. There's nothing you should add on to it. No, yeah, like there's no need to make a sequel. So I am not on board for Christmas Story 2. I wouldn't say I am either. But then again, there's no trailer. There's nothing out about it aside from the announcement. So, And you were the one that was excited for the Willy Wonka prequel. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it depends how you do it. But a prequel is different than a uh, – I, I mean, I guess this is a sequel. But I don't know. We saw the Star Wars prequels. They're pretty nice. The, the third one. The third one's nice. pretty nice. The rest of them, not so much. <clears throat> God damn. It's all subjective to the person. Some people may like it. I mean, probably a younger audience may like it because they're not super, like... Into the original? Yeah, they're not, like, hooked on it. They don't have, like, a past with it. Maybe, but... Enough of a Christmas story. Moving on to a movie that I know we are both super excited for. The Batman, which has been officially set at 2 hours and 56 minutes. That's long. That's good. I mean, that's, that's I awesome. That's movie. awesome. But that is long. I didn't know that. It's not that long. That's actually Justice three hours. Four hours and two minutes. I never saw Justice League yeah, for that reason. But you can watch in episodes. Yeah, I don't like doing this that. This is though. just me trying to petition you to watch it with me. You've been trying since it came out. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, and the first sound, uh, single for the soundtrack came out, and it's the main theme for the movie. I thought it sounded really good. It's very like it's very like orchestra based. Which yeah. you expect for the movie. Like it's very cinematic. I liked it a lot. I didn't, it was about seven minutes long, which yeah. you expect also for a cinematic type of song. <laughs> that's not by Hans Zimmer. That's by a different... Michael Giacchino. Yeah, okay. He did the new Spider-Man. Okay. And he's done a lot of Disney movies, but he's a great composer. Mm-hmm. But no, it has that same like beat that you hear throughout the trailer. 
But then the middle of it gets like it sounds like really like I don't know how else to say it, like heroic. Yeah, no, it seems there's like definitely rising. scenes you can picture in your head that kind of go with how like the the song progresses, like the dark, sinister beginning. You can kind of get an idea in your head, and then when it gets like the heroic side, I feel like I see one like a building picture. Yeah, you can have some sort of imagery in your head about it. Yeah, I know. I imagine the arc in video games when I think of the song. That just comes to my mind. Oh no, that beginning part, like the dun dun dun, dun that. That makes me think of like you're walking around Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And then like that hero park, I think of like Batman like standing on like top of a building, like the sun setting or something. Well, he's like looking down over like yeah, the city like after the city. some sort of encounter with someone. Yeah, maybe like the end of the film, like how at the end of Spider Man he like swing around. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> no, I thought it sounded really good. I really like Michael Giacchino. I like everything he does. And I'm really happy that the movie's long. Because I want it to be like a building film, like yeah, you don't want detectives. you don't want anything to feel rushed in the film. No, it's like his origin. It's not again. It's not origin story, as they said. It's just him young. Yeah, it's like his second year as Batman. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like a long intro, like original, like their first film as Batman is good because you get to let him like flesh it out, like show what he can do as Batman. You get to show like the Rogues Gallery, Catwoman. So yeah, you can fit a lot more in with that time frame. You can kind of just get a lot more information on who he is as the Batman. Yeah, and I mean. It's really two hours and 48 minutes because the rest is credits. There's credits eight... are so damn long. Yeah, it's eight minutes of credits. Yeah, that's insane. But whatever. I'm just excited for this movie. Almost a month. It's coming up. It's early March, right? It's March 4th? Yeah, March 4th. Good right, job, yeah, man. Yeah, there we go. I'm proud of you. I'm a movie professional. No, you're not. Guru, they call me. <laughs> no one has. <clears throat> oh my God. No one has ever called you a movie professional. They call it the movie Guru, that's why. No. Guru. But uh, the Lord of the Rings show that is coming out on Amazon Prime has finally gotten its title, and that is The Ring of Power. We don't really know much about this movie so far. It's about the... It's, you know where the first movie starts? When they're fighting? Wait, this is a movie? It's a sh- show. I'm okay. sorry. It's that's a series. That's what I thought. I'm sorry. But uh, you know in the beginning of the very first one when they're fighting Sauron? And he cuts off his finger and he gets the ring. Yeah. It takes place during that time period. Okay. It's the making of the rings, the passing them out. I, I'm curious if it's going to be like all new characters with like, you know. Yeah, it's no. Random links to like talking about other characters, but not really showing them. No, this is like 200 years before the ring. Oh, okay. Okay. So Gandalf might be alive. Yeah. That's it. Last, I mean, like, I don't know, just some sort of like t- someone talking about Gandalf or something. Yeah. Like they might mention like, him. Yeah. But there's not going to be like Frodo Aragorn. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm super excited for this because did you have, did you see what the budget was? No. Eight episodes, four hundred million dollars. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah, Jeff Bezos really I, wants to. Stick I'm more it. excited about it now that you said it's Amazon Prime. I did not know that, and yeah, I have Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I'll probably watch it in six years. <laughs> no, you're gonna watch it with me. Okay. Just like House of the Dragon, just like Game of Thrones, just like the rest of season one, True Detectives. You will watch all of these with me. I didn't finish any of those yeah, other I know. shows you mentioned. But uh, <laughs> moving on from that to something. I'm excited for, but I'm also a little nervous for, and this is Moon Knight, which the trailer dropped on Monday during Monday Night Football, and me and Matt were talking about how a lot of people are saying it's really dark. It doesn't look like the show's that dark, but I think people are just going off of that because they know Moon Moon Knight is a dark character himself. Yeah, I honestly don't know much about him. I did a little bit of research about him after I saw the trailer, but like I know he's a dark, sinister character. But at the same time, I didn't get that from the trailer that much. I just see him, like, his crazy side. But, like, they don't show much of the darkness with him. I, I'm kind of associating it to, like, the Daredevil type of 
Yeah, and that's what I hope it's like that because him and Daredevil are on a team together called the Midnight Sun. And with that, I think the one of the reasons why I don't think it seemed as dark though is like their color grading in that. It's a very it's not it wasn't that dark. It was a lot more bright. Yeah, it was know, brighter. A lot more daylight scenes too that they were showing. And I just... hope I want them to. Sh- I hope during the daylight, it's more just Oscar Isaac walking around, and that night that's when he becomes Moon Knight. Because yeah. Oscar Isaac's character, like Moon Knight, I forget his pers- like his actual name. But he has multi-personality disorder. Yeah. Like, he's, like, crazy. But I'm excited because I love Oscar Isaac. I love Moon Knight. Disney doesn't really do that. Doesn't really make mistakes. So I'm going to put some trust in them. They, they messed up Star Wars, but... that's They haven't messed up Marvel, though. Marvel's it's been true. very strong. I haven't. I don't have Disney+, Plus, so I haven't seen any of the Marvel released, like, shows, any of that. But if they release a Daredevil season, I will get Disney+. Plus. That might be moving over to Disney Plus. They might be taking off Netflix. I heard about that. Yeah, but it also it's weird because it's like a Netflix type of contract. Like, yeah, like I so. think they have to wait for the contract to end. It's kind of like Sony with Spider Man. Yeah, like, like their channels all get to keep the movies. Yeah, dis- but they have the rights to Spider Man to make movies. Yeah, but uh, moving on from that to something I'm actually really excited for. I don't know if it's gonna be good because DC and DC's been kind of on a downward spiral recently we don't know though the new batman movie yeah but that's not connected to the dc universe that's his own thing okay it's like bale's batman okay. he's off by himself this is batgirl which we got our first look at and i mean i know the suit looks like a little like it doesn't look like super like detailed or anything like that like it doesn't look like ben affleck's suit like any of those but i think it's her origin like it's how she becomes batgirl so i think it looks like she just made a biker jacket and painted it yeah, I mean, it's just a leather blue and yellow suit. It's purple. I'm color deficient, so yeah, you know that. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah. Just so you know. No, it, look, it doesn't look anything super spectacular, but it also doesn't look bad. It looks just like a normal superhero suit. If you look at Daredevil in their beginning like season, he just wore his black suit, literally a black shirt, black pants, and like yeah, a black bandana over his head. Like, it doesn't come down to how like crappy the suit looks. It comes down to how they portray it, how they make it look on the person. Yeah, and I feel like... I really like Leslie Grace, the girl's playing Batgirl. So I think she's going to do a really good job. What I'm super excited for is to see Michael Keane because they released a behind-the-scenes photo, and it's of a mural, and it's Michael Keane's Batman with a Robin. Mm. So people th- And supposedly this is going to set up a Nightwing movie. I was going to say Nightwing would be pretty cool. Well, because that's like when he was young Batman, but now yeah. he's super old. And I think Batgirl's going to set up a Nightwing solo film, and supposedly Dylan O'Brien's going to be Nightwing. That would be pretty awesome. Hopefully they don't screw that up either. Hopefully. But it's DC, and they tend to screw a lot of things up. Yeah. And I love DC, but I cannot back them recently. Disposable crap is what it stands for half the time. <laughs> yes. But uh, moving on from that to something I know neither one of us care about. <laughs> but it's in, like, the big news right now for cinema stuff. And this is Jason Blum, who is owner of Blumhouse Productions, a big horror company, has promised his FNAF fans that the movie is still coming. They have actually finished the script, and they're getting ready for pre-production. You know, it's funny because I literally saw a TikTok, I think it was Ted, earlier today. It was just some random teacher, and I haven't heard of Five Nights at Freddy's in forever. And then randomly, she just cuts to like some sort of like presentation of like the 97th bite or something. Oh, yeah, something. he sent it to me. Yeah. That it was, was a just, funny TikTok. I haven't heard of that game in forever, and then it just randomly was brought up, and now I'm coming over here, and I find out they're making a movie about it. I'm yeah, just, they got the rights for the movie in 2015, but no directors wanted like, to work on it. I haven't heard about that game since we were in seventh grade. You know, they're still making new ones. No, I did not. There's a full on like one where you where you can like walk around the whole thing now. Really? Yeah, it's like a first person game. 
that's uh, that's why I don't know how this meme is gonna be. Like I'm imagining a game where you're literally sitting staring at a camera, like watching security yeah, cameras. I, I don't so know. I don't know how they're like how they're gonna do it. But Blumhouse hasn't really really released a bad horror movie. Mm-hmm. They always make good horror movies. It's also horror, so horror is not like. It's not super difficult. Yeah, but it's still hard to keep people entertained. It's a pretty. I wouldn't say. I don't want to say the word narrow because it's definitely different paths you can take. But it's not like other genres where you can kind of split in all these different directions. It's horror is pretty straightforward, at least yeah, in my opinion. But like maybe it'll be a little bit different because I don't think we've ever seen anything like a Five Nights at Freddy's. Putting it's gonna it. be a jump scare movie. It's I, not. I, 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 it's not a psychological horror or anything like that. Like I like psychological horror. Maybe, it's, it'll, it's, maybe it'll be the bite of '93. It's like the detective. Perhaps you never know. But you know, it'd be cool an Outcat or Outlast. Outlast, an Outlast movie. That'd be pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. An asylum type like of they're thing. They're working on it. But but uh yeah, that's actually the end of our. No, I have one more thing I wanted to talk about. So it was announced that both Mission Impossible Seven and Eight have been delayed to 2023, 2024. I don't even know if you are a Mission Impossible guy. I haven't seen any of them. Are you serious? Yep. I feel like you love those. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I love them, and now I'm really sad because they're all very good except for the second one. The second one's terrible. Mm -hmm. But one, three, four, five, six. Very good. But, yeah, that's really it. It was January and February is really dry normally for movies because it's like Oscar season. And surprisingly, there'd be you would think there'd be more movies getting like ready to come out. But they kind of wait until like March, so there's there's not gonna be a lot of news coming out of movies recently. It is also just a really weird time right now, as everything's coming yeah, out and kind of not shutting down. But there's some other cop like with Omicron, like just yeah, like the Morbius issues. movie is supposed to come out next week. Yeah, there's just it's just such a weird time. Like last year, this year, even 2020, like it's just a bad year. Yeah, bad years. So hopefully, we can. I might start doing some like rankings. I might do a Spider-Man ranking, just trying to keep everyone invested because I know it's gonna be a, kind of a really dry next two months. Well, just one month at this point. But we're gonna try and make the show as fun and as entertaining. So if you guys have any recommendations, ooh, could talk about Super Bowl commercials. Your favorite commercials? <laughs> that is true. We can do a predictions episode yeah. on the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't want you to turn into a sports podcast, but Super Bowl is always a big thing. The first fan question I ever got asked on this show was, what what would I think if the Sixers don't get rid of Ben Simmons? Really? Yeah, it was by Brandon Bayer. <laughs> Very first fan question. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of like us. I don't know. It's such a, This is such a weird episode because there's not a lot of movie news, and I kind of want to just – I want to finish off episode 20 and get done the first season on like a high note because we just actually just passed 2,000 followers on the Instagram, which was really exciting. And yeah, so I asked everyone to submit some fan questions and I'm accepting the most I've ever done with the show. So yeah, we are going to take a break right now. Ad self me. It's going to tell you all about anchor and then he will pass it off to me and we will come back to you after that. Thank you, Tommy, for telling us all about anchor, but we are back to answer some fan questions. I'm really excited to get into. So starting off, there's a question from Romeo underscore Alex 2016. What movie scene always makes you get emotional? Hmm. I'll go first. <laughs> and uh, this is a scene that, like, ever since, like, I saw it in the movie theater, I cry every time. Even now, and I just cry like a week ago watching it. And it's when Gwen Stacy dies in the main Spider-Man 2. Every time. Which, really? That? Every, dude, every time I cry. 
That makes you tear up? I, no, like cry. Like tears rolling down my face. When he's like holding her. Because I like, I'm, I don't know. I think about someone I love, like holding them, like thinking that you couldn't save them. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a sad feeling. I remember tearing up watching like Rudy get picked up. See, I don't think Rudy's that good. <laughs> That's a hot take, but it's, it's, neither is Forrest Gump. I'm not Forrest Gump. Awesome. No, Forrest Gump is a great movie. Overrated. No. Overrated. Your life's not a box of chocolates, then. It's not. Yeah. No, you're like a milk chocolate. Just like, but not that good. Just answer the chocolate. question. <laughs> so is Rudy your answer? I'd say Rudy. I can't really think of. I feel like there's something in my head I can think of, but I just can't. So I'm just going to go with Rudy. Okay. So yeah, mine's probably... Yeah, mine's when Gwen Stacy dies in the main Spider-Man too. And moving on from that, thank you, Romeo. It's a funny name. In a good way. But... uh, Don't do Romeo like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I think his name's Alex. Juliet's going to come for you. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a favorite movie moment together? This is from Kala. Star Wars Episode Three. Yeah. I, I that, that goes like without saying. I think... We've quoted the Obi Wan versus Anakin scene. It seems like a one year, once a year thing because I have a video every year of us doing it's it. It's like one of my top favorite moments in just movie. Like I history. do love it. It's not even like it's like executed the best way, even though I think it was executed pretty well yeah. for the time, especially. It's just like that. It's such an emotional roller coaster. Like we saw their actual trilogy, then we saw the the prequels leading up to this, so we see like such a connection. And then we see what how he truly becomes Darth Vader, like his final like battle between his literally best friend, his brother. Yeah, and we literally can quote it, quote yeah. to quote, like not a single mess up. We do the lightsaber noise. We do our whole friend group. Yeah, it's our whole friend group. I have so many. I'm. I'll probably post one after this episode on the Instagram of us all quoting it. It's very nerdy, <laughs> but I don't really care. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the answer. So thank you, Kala, and you're definitely gonna have an answer for this. What is your favorite TV moment? And this is from Mr. Bold 600. From like a TV show, what's your favorite TV moment? show? So for cartoons, I'm going to go with SpongeBob. What moment? Who you call him Pinhead? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then for TV shows, it's going to be something with Daredevil. And it's going to be the prison ah, fight scene with the Punisher. The prison Damn, fight scene with the Punisher. That was just such a great fight scene you do love that scene. i i rewatch that probably you like do. a couple times a year just to like like if i'm really pissed i'm like i'm gonna watch the punisher like murder some people in the cells okay well that and then i'm like answer. i'm really content now <laughs> it's so, just such a great scene like it's a, it's a no it's not one take the one take scene in daredevil is also awesome that's in the hallway fight yeah scene. In the, with the red lights right mm-hmm. yeah well there's two of them there's one in season two or three where that three. happens that's the one I'm thinking. And he gets stabbed with the needle. There's a season one one where he's like in like his old, old outfit. The black suit. Yeah. And he like comes up. to like save the child that was like abducted or something. And he's like beating the piss out of oh, all yeah, these guys. Oh yeah, that's early though. And it's all one take. It was such a great scene. You see him gasping for air. It's awesome. I think I'm going to go with, you haven't seen this part of Game of Thrones yet, but uh, it's not a spoiler. I would have to say when Jon Snow's getting ready to take on the Ramsey army and he just takes his belt off and he pulls the sword out and it's just him. And it's like, there's no CGI. It's a thousand dudes on horses riding at him. And he's laid just over like a far back. It's a, it's like a panned one shot of him hopping off his horse. He takes off his belt and just pulls out a sword and he just starts rushing at them. That's awesome. Dude. It's an awesome, it's the best episode of TV ever. Is that season four? No. Five. Oh, six. Yeah. Okay. It's season six, episode 10. I thought season four and five were like the most well known. No, it's four, five, six. 
Uh, the best seasons ever of TV. But uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. Bold. Oh, okay. This is the one that's specifically asked to you. And this is underscore Katie Cherry. On, yeah. And this is just for Matt. Since you've been friends with Tommy, have you become more a bigger film guy? Honestly, not too big, I wouldn't say. No. I wouldn't say that much. But I will definitely say I appreciate films a little more. Kind of. I'm not I'm not judging you. No, 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 I know. But like I've definitely seen more films with you than I would on my own time, which would let me like explore more and yeah. kind of just touch different genres and kind of appreciate the more smaller built films. But I wouldn't say I became like a big movie guy because of Tommy. I'm just still not a big movie guy. No. I would I would say you watch different movies now. Oh, uh, definitely. Like you watch Green Knight, which and you want to see the last duel. Yeah, really. There's definitely movies I want to see. Like, I, there's always a ton of movies I want to see. I just don't bring myself to watch movies. The only way I really get to watch movies and shows is with Tommy, because Tommy's always watching movies and shows. Yeah, that's true. Like, I I don't watch things on my own that much. I like watching with people. It's like weird. It is true. But no, I would say you did get better though. Like you learned some actors. Like you're learning more about like cinematography and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm still awful with actors. Cinematography wasn't really you. I learned. No, I, but I had you, a whole class. Yeah, like that I had to course. take was like a gen ed with art and everything. I, I was just saying, did, I taught you that. I was cinematic. saying, but you've gotten like better like explaining it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I would say you're you're definitely better than we were first friends. I'm better well versed now than yeah, before. Like you yeah. understand things more. But uh, yeah, it's a really good question. We still gotta see goat or lamb, lamb. Yeah, different movie. The witch is the one with the goat. Yeah, which you hate. Yeah, that's a hot take. I don't like that movie. Just so you know. Oh really? Yeah, movies like known as like one of the best horror movies of the 21st century. That's a shame. Yeah, but uh, this is a question I didn't really understand, but I decided to pick it anyway. Should Marvel give making a comedy superhero movie a try? Like re like make a whole new superhero? Or... No, but I feel like Daredevil is a comedy. Like Daredevil's funny, not Daredevil. Daredevil. Fuck. Do you mean Deadpool? Oh, yeah, I meant Deadpool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no way. You just oh dare. no. It was so dark and gritty. Oh no, I am going to get ripped. <laughs> okay, but uh, you know, Deadpool's funny. Yeah, no, I would say Deadpool's are a comedy. Even I wouldn't say Spider-Man's a comedy, but Spider-Man's got his own humor. Yeah, but I feel like you didn't really get. It's that not a as lot. much humor as you think it would be in the shows, as like compared to the comics and stuff. But I feel like this is. I know I'm biased towards Andrew Garfield, but Andrew Garfield's the funny one. Like he has the most jokes. It's like, yeah, Tobey Maguire's definitely not the funny oh, one. Oh no, he's not funny yeah. at all. He's just a classic. Yeah, not the best. <laughs> Garfield's still my favorite. I'll die on that hill. But uh, so to answer that question, I would say they've already made a comedy superhero. So check out Deadpool. One and two, they're both very funny and they're both very good. I haven't seen two. I've only saw and seen one. Really? I think I was supposed to watch two and then something came up. Deadpool two is really good. I feel like you would actually really enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like I was supposed to watch it somewhere. I don't know. Well, then we have a question from your girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, Abby sent me a question. Oh. And she got picked. What do you mean picked? There was like 200 submissions. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's how many I normally... That's like around the average. I thought you usually get like three. No. <laughs> See, the Snapchat is where I get the least. Because that's people that know me, yeah, so they don't people care. people that know you don't care. Yeah, I know. These are your actual fans. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, what is your favorite book to movie adaptation? That's such an Abby question. That's a great question, though. But it's such an Abby question. It is an Abby question. Bookworm. Hey, I like books. 
we both. Oh no, you've never seen the movie. Let's just say this I, is the Bible. No, that's <laughs> Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. I saw yeah, every Matt other Harry Lee Potter. Skipped over that, and then was like, "Where's Dumbledore?" <laughs> you might. You probably just spoiled that for some people. Yo, if y'all didn't know what happened, that came out in 2010. 2009, I'm actually pretty sure. So if y'all didn't know that, y'all, you messed up. A book, I'm not going to apologize. A book that. to movie adaptation? Harry Potter. I guess, yeah. But I, I don't know if that counts. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Hunger Games. I don't know if we're going to watch shows, but I haven't read the book, but I heard people say the first season of Witcher 1 was very similar to the books. Yeah. Season 2, however, was a little different, people said. But season 1, I heard, was really good. Yeah, Henry Cavill, he like read the books and everything. He would like, if they would tell him like this is scene, like, no, 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 it'd be done this way. And like he like corrected them on stuff because he's a huge Witcher person. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Because I heard. <laughs> I have seen. I've seen all of them. Did you read the book? I've read some of the book. Oh, really? Yes. How is it adapted to the book? It's actually less sexual in the movie than it is in the Really? Book. I swear to God. <laughs> makes sense. Probably some X-rated stuff. In that movie. The original one, the first one, when they first when they first sent it to the rating thing, gave it an NC-17. Wow. And they had to re-edit it to do certain things. Oh, wow. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of his other movies. Because Star Wars doesn't count. They, oh. they made the comics after that. Dune. Yeah. I didn't read the book, though. It's, a, it's a good book. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to read it. It's slow. Yeah. It's a it makes sense. Book. It yeah, it definitely is. You can see all see that in like the yeah. first but movie. uh I I feel like it's Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I yeah, I would probably say Harry Potter, especially because I've read most of Harry Potter and I'm seen on them. this one right now. I actually just picked it back up. Oh really? Yeah. Hunger Games, I did not like their movie adaptions. The first two are good. The third one's where it struggled the most. I didn't watch I didn't watch part two because part one was just so bad. That's what I'm saying. Part and I one. Mark and Jay was my favorite of the three, like the book wise. See, Catching Fire is my favorite. Both. I just loved Mock and Jay because it was like the whole like takeover and like. See, that's what that's where the third one struggled. The first part of Mm -hmm. the movies wasn't the second one makes up for it. Yeah, I just didn't bother watching it because I just did not like the first part. Yeah, I think the like rankings like critically, I think it's Catching Fire, then just Hunger Games, then Mock and Jay Part Two, and then Mock and Jay Part One like way down. Oh well. I think it's like a ten percent difference. I think it's seventy-seven then sixty-seven. That's a big difference. Yeah, Mockingjay Part 1 was not good. But, uh, yeah, and then I had one more question. I forgot to put it in my outline. Oh, it's actually from Martin. Oh, really? Yeah, Martin Meenan. Shout out. He uh, he said, do you call them jimmies or sprinkles? There's a difference. Jimmies? I mean, sprinkles are the rainbow ones. Jimmies are the chocolate ones. I'd agree with that. You agree with that? Yeah. So, anyone who doesn't think that, you're not from Delco, and you're not from Philly. Which is sad because that's where most of my listeners are from—is California and Texas. That's a, that's far. Yeah, I know. That's I did not expect. That. I have two. I think three percent of my listeners come from France too, or something like that. That's an interesting demographic. It is a. <laughs> hey, and I I really hope to get more female listeners on the next season because I want this to be a. This is gonna sound so cheesy. I want this to be like kind of like a community. Don't laugh. And because I like, I won't be able to be able to like come on the show. Like I want to have people on that like just like the show and they want to come on one time. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like that. And I think only twenty percent of my listeners are female. That's low, but the way you said it, I thought it'd be lower. I feel like twenty is really low. Yeah, it is 80% low. Is no, that definitely is really low. But no, for some I reason, like I, I expect it to be lower. Never mind. But yeah, no, my but the demographic age is like eighteen to twenty six. That's where I have like my biggest following. And then 50-year-olds, they seem to like my show. 
They like but, the youth. Yeah, they like the youth. They like to hear what us idiots say. <laughs> but uh, no, that's oh, we gotta do our recommendations for the week. Can't say Daredevil. You said twice out of the three other times. Oh, really? The show. Yeah, I've never picked up on. I, that. I was listening to <laughs> recommendations for the week. This is your fourth episode. I realized. I was just kidding. really. I, was I thought just this was my them. third. Shang Chi. Uh huh. Spider Man trailer. Oh yeah. No. The time to die. Oh, yeah. Uh recommendation for the week. What have I seen recently? Oh, I just started Cobra Kai. Did you? Yeah. You didn't tell me. I was gonna wait till I was more episodes in, so it seemed like I watched a lot more. How many episodes did you watch? I'm on four or five now. Oh, you're. So I started you're, two so years ago. Done the first season. Started two days ago. Yeah. Do you like it? I really like it. When I saw they were twenty plus minute episodes, like around there, I was like, I can watch this. Yeah. Because that's my type of like. When it's over an hour, that's when you start yeah. to struggle. But like, and the thing is, I like those hour long episodes because like I get so like into it. But I can't binge it. I yeah. can't just continue watching. I have to take breaks, and I might I never come back from my breaks. Didn't we watch all of Game of Thrones in one season, like the one season, one day? Yeah, and I don't know how I did that. That was impressive. I wanted to like move my body and just not sit there and stare. Hey, you did love it though. I, I mean, I liked it, but and you I just got a couple of can't sit for that long. You're just stuck at season two, episode four. I will also recommend the Americans because I did not get any worse since I last sure watched it. I've done that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh. No, I, Co- I did Cobra Kai on the Roller Credits podcast. Oh, really? That was my record. No, that was Peacemaker. My last episode on this was Cobra Kai. Oh. Uh, yeah, Cobra Kai is very good. Season I like four it so is far. my favorite season. Isn't there only four seasons? Mm-hmm. Okay. It just came out. Yeah. But season five finished filming a week ago. Oh, uh, so they're making another one. Oh, yeah. They all have a 90% on everything. No, I, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to recommend. Ooh, I have a video game recommendation bean battles <laughs> yo okay so me and matt we're gonna this is gonna be our final story i think yeah it's probably gonna be our final story but uh yeah me and matt were wanted to play a video game one day and yeah we found this 99 cent game get it on steam you literally are a bean basically playing like kind of like a Warzone fortnite style like just like battle royale but it's like smaller and it's also like there's call of duty maps like nuketown but man it's like a bean town it's awesome. Oh, no, it's not made like a bean. It's called bean. Yeah, town. no, it's awesome. No, it's a really fun game. And all your friends can play together. You can make lobbies. It's like, just a really fun you can, like, game. Customize your bean. Like, yeah, you got to like earn like gear and stuff. It's such a great game. If you're trying to like kill time and spend 99 cents or a dollar oh four, depending on like, your tax or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was a tax. It was yeah. But, but uh, did you see, see what we're going to review, me and you? No. The new Lego Star Wars games coming out. Ooh. And it's late from the prequels all the way through the new ones. I'll play that. Yeah, and then we're going to do a review on it. I'll run that. Yeah. I'm probably going to have one of you do each franchise. Okay. Like a prequel, sequels. Totally in. But uh, yeah, uh, my recommendation of... I have no idea. You know what? I recommend The Last Duel by Ridley Scott. I still got to see that. It's so good. We're supposed to see that one time. Then my we ended up God. watching Ted. Yeah, then we watched Ted too. Ted was good. Oh, no, it's Ted 1. We did watch Ted 1. I like Ted. It was good. It's no, not The Last Duel, which was... It might get nominated for Best Picture. But... uh. No, I really recommend The Last Duel. It is on HBO Max, or if you have any pirating site, which I don't recommend. But, uh, yeah, watch it. But lastly, I want to give a shout-out to my mom. Thanks. And That's it. <laughs> yep, that's it. Love you, Mom. But, uh, no, thank you guys so much for joining me on episode 20 of the Popcorn Podcast, finishing out the first season of the show. I've had an amazing time. 2,000 and- followers. 2100 well, now let's go Woo! but uh yeah thank you guys for making this possible thank you for 
letting me do all the cool things that have come with doing a movie podcast. And we have a lot of things right now that are in the works. And I'm really excited to see where they go because we have a couple guests for the next season. I'm really excited to have on the show and hopefully get him Adam driver. No, no, not that big. (laughs) Someone on a show, but not that big, but uh, yeah. Can't wait for you guys to meet her and yeah, it's going to be a great time and can't wait for next season. Hopefully by the end of next season, we are at 4,000 followers. Anything else you want to say? No, just happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Follow me on Instagram at Tommy Crestor or at the Popcorn Podcast. Let's try and get to, let's try and get the twelve hundred followers. Well, no, twenty two hundred. We passed. Yeah, you're you're past that. Yeah, I'm past that. Well, past that. We're better than that. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to see you guys at the start of season two.